Welcome to One on One. I'm Greg Bassett, your host from the Salisbury Independent Newspaper. It's a big day here at PAC 14, the biggest ever. We have our next mayor of Salisbury in the house, Jack Heath. Welcome, sir. Thank you, Greg. It's, it's a pleasure to be with you again. Well, congratulations on being elevated to mayor. Tell us your story. How did all this happen? Well, uh, last Monday night, the mayor asked me to come into the office and uh, said, uh, I've got some news for you. And he told me about his pending appointment and uh, said to me that he was going to nominate me, if it was all right, uh, to be the next mayor. And I said, uh, well, yeah, I, so let me check. I'd like to check with my wife, but thank you very much for the honor. And it is an honor. Um, so I went home, talked to my wife, and uh, that was the story. And she said, that's great. Do what you need to do. And she's always supported me after 53 years. She's, she's been right by my side. So uh, that's how it began. And since then, uh, it's been like a whirlwind. So Jake Day, our mayor, has been appointed uh, Secretary of Housing and Community Development for the state of Maryland. He's going to be on the new Governor Wes Moore's cabinet, mm -hmm. um, a job ideally suited for oh, him. Oh, perfect. Um, but he, he sort of had a succession plan in his mind when he took this? I, th I think he did, um, and uh, I didn't expect it necessarily to be me, but I know he's, he's that kind of a guy where he, he knows what's happening and, and uh, what needs to get done. Now, he sang a lot of your praises, a former CEO um, in, a biz in the business community. You're an engineer, um, former CEO in a nonprofit here in Salisbury. You've been here yep. a long time. You know everyone. Everyone seems to like you, which is always helpful. Yes. Been on the council for eight years. Um, when the mayor was on deployment, uh, you were basically the mayor with Julia Glantz yep. uh, running the city. So it's, is it going to be like that, or is it going to be different? No, well... It it's it's gonna it's gonna have to be different in terms of relationships, but I will tell you this: I look at it and I thought about this a lot. It's not the next phase in a new beginning. It's really a new chapter in the story that's already on its on its way and been built. Um, and I will also tell you one thing, and, and this is this is a serious uh, note: is that the only reason I accepted the position is because of the team that's in place. And not, when I say the team, because it's not just the team in the city, which has got an outstanding cast, but it's also the uh, town, the city council. Uh, when I first got on, and I remember the interview when, we, when I was running, and I said that the one thing that I wanted to do was bring civility uh, to the council. Uh, it takes people to do that. And it wasn't me that made it that way. It was the council that made it that way. And we've been running fairly smoothly uh, for the last eight years. And we've had some changes during the eight years. We have three different people that, that have uh, left, and um, we didn't skip a beat, which is great. Yeah, and there's a lot of um, respect on that council is what I see. There is. And, and people think that we, we agree on everything. Well, if you come to the work session, you'll <laughs> right. find out right. we don't agree on everything. And we have some d discussions. The key to it is we do it respectfully. And we did it respectfully. Now, having watched how the mayor uh, interacts with the council, what, what, uh, how are you going to take your personality into that? Well, everybody's different. Um, I'm, I'm a quiet most of the time and, until I need to say something. Um, but in terms of the council, they know me, I know them. 
So I don't see a big transition there. Uh, in terms of the, the way that the mayor operates, my philosophy is very simple, and I've used it all my career, no matter what size company, whether it was profit or for nonprofit. Um, always sell, surround yourself with the best people you can. And then the job is to provide them the resources they need when they need it. And the last one is get the heck out of the way and let them do their jobs. And not saying that I don't believe in dashboards, accountability, because I do. But I don't think that's going to be an issue because a lot of the things that I believe in are already in place. So it should be a pretty simple transition. Uh, we were on a Zoom call today with Senator Cardin in, in Washington talking about some federal funding for the county. And it was mentioned that Dr. Hoy is leaving Warwick and the mayor day is leaving Salisbury. Right. And he said, those are a lot of big shoes to fill for yep. the leadership down there. Yep. Um, how do you feel about filling big shoes? I, I don't fear it. Um, uh, I think I'm prepared. Uh, I'm not sure that a person coming off the street would necessarily have the ability right away. They may over time do that. But uh, I think it's important that the things that I've learned uh, first of all, I know all the people. Uh, it, it was funny because I went down to the uh, engineering department this morning on my way in to say good morning and how everybody, and I, I knew all of them. So it, that part of it's pretty simple. Um, and I know the procedures. So I don't think there's going to be any shock, put it that way. Um, and I, I'm, I'm actually having fun, believe it or not. It's been a couple of days, uh, but I'm enjoying it. You said something to me many years ago, six, seven years ago, which has been stuck in my mind, um, and maybe you've evolved in your thinking, but um, there was so much going on with the renaissance of downtown and just the, the new spirit in Salisbury. And you said something like, gosh, you know, we're all hoping we can keep the momentum going. Like, what if we lose the momentum? And I was sort of the same way I hadn't thought about it. I thought, oh my gosh, what if we lose the momentum? And, you know, I was thinking selfishly, I won't have anything you know, positive to write about if we lose mm -hmm. our momentum. But we've kept the momentum with so much yeah. going on. Yeah. How's that going to be your challenge to keep the momentum? Um, the good news is that the departments anticipate it. So it's not a, a matter of introducing something new and then just pushing it. Um, they take pride in what they do. I, I've spoken to a couple of the, I haven't spoken to everybody yet, but a couple of the department heads, um, they were and I say this because they told me, geez, we're relieved that you understand what our jobs are. And I think that's, that's a benefit. So I don't think, I don't think we're going to lose momentum. Now, I'm not saying the priorities, depending on the situation, may switch, but they're never going to leave the plan. If you remember uh, when Jake and I first got on, when I got president and he was uh, elected mayor, we had that listening session at Salisbury University with several sessions where we invited the public to come in and say, what do, what do you need? What do you want for right. the city? Because that's who we serve. So um, that master plan was developed from that meeting. Well, that hasn't changed. Um, we've had bumps and we've had to adjust. COVID, take COVID. It's changed so many things, lead times, uh, contractors who can't fulfill their obligations because they don't have any people. I mean, but that's expected. I, you know, that happens in business. It happens in government. And it's all the way that you respond to that that makes you successful or unsuccessful. 
You are a firefighter, and one of the problem areas on the horizon for Salisbury is keeping the firefighting crews staffed. Yep. Um, have you looked at that yet? Have you thought about that? Oh, I've been thinking about it a lot. Um, the issue that we've got, and I, one thing that concerns me is where are all the people that were working before COVID? Every department we have, not just the fire department, but every, every department we have, we're struggling to get people. Right. And we're not alone. Businesses are going through the same thing. The, the problem with the firefighting is it, there's a competition out there to, to provide more and more and more and more. Well, you have to pay for it. And how do you pay for it? Uh, and people, how do you prevent poaching? We have other departments that are poaching. Uh, same thing in the police department. We have probably more calls in police and fire than any, anybody near us. And they learn everything there. And they're getting paid a decent wage. But when they're being poached by people who have less work and pay more money, some people are attracted to that. Some people love the, the, uh, the busy schedule and others don't. But we've been very lucky. We have a great department, uh, both police and fire. Uh, but it's hard to hold on to them and it's hard to recruit people when you're competing against that many different people. It seems like leadership is really key in the police department um, in terms of the morale of the city and, and doing the jobs, keeping the officers motivated. You feel good about the police department? Yeah, I, I you know, the, there's a balance. You, you have to consider the citizens as citizens and as a, as a public servant, and then you have to, at the same time, control the problems that we have like every city has. And, and we have some problems like of, the, of a big city. Uh, we're not, God forbid we're never like some other towns that have bigger, bigger problems. But um, so we have to walk that line. And I think we do a pretty good job. You know, they pay me to watch you, basically, yeah. you yeah. know, uh, and, and, to, you know, and to talk to you and feel like, you know, how you are as a leader and what you want to do. And, and someone had just asked me over the summer, like, what do you see Jack Heath doing? I said, I think Jack's winding down. He's, gonna, he's not going to run for re-election. He's going to go retire finally. And, you know, what great service he provided. And, gosh, you know, we're going to miss him on the council. And, you know, there's going to be a leadership vacuum. And then this week, it's just the opposite. Um, the, the reality is just the opposite. You're going to be working harder than ever in this job now. Are you ready yeah. for that? Yes, I, I, I am. And I've, I've thought about it. Um, and... First of all, was my premise right that maybe you were winding down before? I was. Okay. Uh, and the only reason I was winding down is the council's been running really, really well. And um, I, did, I put it this way. I would like to retire, although I've been a failure at retirement, as you know. I've <laughs> retired five times, and I haven't got it right yet. Um, but in this case, it's different. In this case... I had concern. I had a concern once I found out that we would lose the momentum that you had mentioned before. And we're not there yet. Uh, so I didn't want to go backwards. And I still have energy. Uh, so instead of fishing and going out with my grandkids, uh, which I'll still do, but to a lesser extent. But to me, it was intriguing. And I've always liked to challenge. 
you know, from the time I was a kid to the time I played basketball in college till I was on the fire department, I love it. Uh, and this is a new challenge and um, I'm up for it. I'm ready to go. Well, when I learned this news on Monday, I said, um, you know, I thought, well, you know, Jack can hold the job for nine months and then someone will run. And I said, you're not going to run. And you said, yeah, I'm going to run. Yeah, I'm definitely going to run. Um, I think I'm going to learn enough in the last, in the next eight months uh, that's going to make me even more excited. But again, I think there's a point in the master plan and there's a point that you get to where you go, you know, we got so much momentum that it would be very difficult for someone to come in and just flip it backwards right. and say, no more development, no more building homes, no more of this. And um, I don't want that to happen. So uh, I've made the commitment. My wife has agreed to the commitment. My kids have made it. So my grandkids are now agree agreeable with it. So I, I'm looking forward to it. Uh, I'm looking forward to the campaign. Um, it's smaller than when I ran for county exec. So uh, I'm looking forward to it. Now, for your council seat in the 3rd District, uh, the council will have an opportunity to appoint someone until the next election. Correct. Um, how does that work? Well, we, we advertise, which has already started, I believe, today, um, and they have four weeks uh, for people who are eligible to run from District 3. You can't run from another district. Uh, they'll set up a process. Uh, the process that, that I used when we had openings was I brought, the, I brought all the candidates in. We listened to all the candidates. We did a blind vote uh, and narrowed it down to three. And then we did a decision matrix and interviewed the final three if we needed to, uh, and then voted blindly. So it, it, uh, it worked. It worked every time that we, we did it. Now, they can make a totally different uh, way of doing it. They can just do it by interview. Right. Uh, and it depends really on how many people sign up. Right. And District 3 is very, very active. Area. Yeah, it's the classic, like, heart of Salisbury, you know, the neighborhoods around SU, and yep. it's, it's what you think of when you think of, uh, you know, a residential Salisbury. Yeah, and, and the, the, because we redid the districts, by the GIS, to make it smooth, we now have three minority districts and two majority districts. Right. And um, they've changed the, uh, a little bit of the configuration. Not, it's not a major change, but I've lost a couple of streets and picked up a couple streets someplace else, and it, it, it seems to be working very well. Now, you're, you've stepped down as the county council, as the city council president. Correct. You're going to be a, a council member. Muir Boda is your successor. How are you feeling about Muir? He's been there the whole time, you know, and he's, um, we're a lot alike, but different. He, he really is um, in tune to the detail. Not that I'm not in tune right. to the detail, but he, he, he and I talk all the time, and, and uh, he runs the meetings when I'm not there, uh, and uh, it's worked out really, really well. But the council people, the other council people, they are so, I think, and I'll make a statement, I believe that th the group of people that we have care more about the citizens than anybody else could. It's just, they're good people. Yeah, I think I think they have that mission of they do of serving the citizens every day. I I don't see a big ego parade there. No, at all. not at all, not at all. So when you first came on, financial uh, accountability was really important to you, mm -hmm. and I, and I don't think it's a coincidence that we've had six perfect audits 
of the eight years that you've been on the council? Well, I can't take credit for that. That's Keith Cordry. Uh, but I, I, do, I do ask a lot. Well, you, you, as you've seen, I ask a lot of questions um, because it's important. Um, everything that we do on the council, everything that we approve, uh, is on the backs of the taxpayers. So I'm really careful about spending money. Um, I, the one thing I'm very attuned to is budget amendments, as you know. Yeah. And um, I think we have to be, you know, if we say we're going to live within our bounds, then that's what we have to do. Uh, now, again, the priorities may change. We have things coming up like the well situation we talked about the other day. And uh, those things we have to adjust to. But... Uh, People know we're watching, and that's our job. Uh, a lot of people don't understand that the council's job is the budget and legislation. And the, and the mayor's job and the team the mayor has is responsible for running and implementing the process. Right. And sometimes the two get up blurry a little bit. Sometimes we, people on the council, cross the line a little bit. And so other times people want to give us their input, which is great but they, they want to influence decision maybe. And, and we just, that doesn't work. So, um, and that's my job and the mayor's job to make sure that doesn't happen. We've got so many great public spaces uh, with the zoo and the river walk, um, the trail, the rail trail that, that's coming. Any ideas on public spaces, things that you want to, that you're worried about or want to change, improve? No, I, I think the rail trail is the, is the next item and we've got, grants for that and we just have to work out the details and I don't think that's going to be a, a big deal. Um, some of the other items, one of the things that I'm also very conscious of is infrastructure. And we've got some heavy lifts on infrastructure coming uh, and that concerns me a little bit. But we'll, we'll handle them and um, again, I, when, when they were talking about the, the problem with the well uh, lines, from the main well. Um, that was planned for by the team saying, hey, look, this is coming up. We need right. to do it. And now it's got to be accelerated a little bit. And we, and we have the funds there for that. So that kind of perspective and outlook to the future, that helps because then there's no surprises. There's no million and a half that drops. And we have another heavy lift coming up where we're going to have to um, probably refinance the, the loan that we have for, uh, the, we're still paying for the wastewater treatment plant. Uh, I can't wait to celebrate when that's done. Um, but again, that's what you, that's what you pay for, you know. Now, since you mentioned water and sewer, um, this is potentially going to be your first challenge with the county, not conflict, maybe conflict, where they want to um, hook people up to the sewer, um, there's prerogative that they need to come into the city. There'll be a grandfather Correct. phase. There's going to be some tense discussions about this, I fear. How are you going to navigate that? We, we'll, we'll negotiate like we negotiate with any, anybody. Uh, but the code, is, I mean, the ordinance is very specific. Uh, in order to get hooked up now, there's no more water sewer district. Right. I mean, that's history. Um, and if, if the hookups have to happen, they have to be contiguous with the city and we have to go through the annexation process. That's the way it is right now. But people are in the county are going to fight that. They're going to want to use your sewer and not be part of the, part of the city. Uh, that's going to be a tough, <laughs> that's going to be a tough one.
Also, the fire services agreement is up for renewal. It's expired. It's time for a new one. Uh, how's that going? Who's negotiating that? Um, well, I'll, I'll be involved with it for sure. Um, and oh, First, uh, tell us what the fire services agreement is. I'm sorry. Well, the, f the fire service agreement is an agreement that we have in place that has expired, really. And uh, for us to provide service outside of the city limits to a certain region of the county. Uh, and that is a, that's a tough one uh, because... Because the city incurs costs. Right. So the county's going to have to pay for it or in ha instead of having their own fire department. But go ahead. Right. And I think we look at it, um, costs are rising so fast. The cost of what we, do, what we developed during the first negotiation <laughs> compared to where the actual costs are now. Yeah. are ridiculous. Yeah. So we're going to have to find a mechanism to make sure that we're fully covered. It doesn't make sense. Uh, and we'll do that. We'll find out. We have the data. So uh, that will be part of the negotiation when we get to it. Yeah. The irony there was the previous mayor um, had sort of inflated or was maybe not accurate in terms of how much the city was spending on services to the county. Um, and it ended up, the agreement ended up costing the county less than the county thought. But now that number is about, about where the previous mayor said it was going to be. It's more than that. Okay. It's more than that. Um, and it's, we're not alone. Uh, somebody was telling us today that uh, we had ordered a, um, a piece of equipment and we used to pay, let's say, $275,000. And now it's $340,000 for the same piece of equipment. Yeah, like a new ladder truck's a million dollars or something like that. More than that? Oh, it was a, the last one was thought to be about a million three. It's going to be north of that. So, I mean, it, it's it's hard. Yeah, that's, uh, that's a heavy burden. Oh, yeah. And rescue trucks, engines. I mean, they're not, with the amount of runs we have, we're going to break every record uh, this year for calls. Now, New county executive, kind of a new attitude mm -hmm. over there on that side of the building. Um, how do you feel about working with the county? Tr tr historically, there's been some tensions between the city and the county. Yeah, I'm, I always go in with a positive attitude. Uh, now, we haven't had time to sit down and talk. That's one of the things we're going to have to do. Um, but I, I don't see any issues uh, based on what I've heard, and we'll just have to see where it goes. Um, but... Until you sit across from somebody and look in their eye, it's hard to tell which, what, what the, uh, what's going to happen. But uh, from my end, I'm willing to talk about everything. So, And you are, you've had rapport with the county council all along. Oh, yeah. 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 It seems like you and John, uh, John Cannon, who's the president of the county council, have always gotten along. We, we, always have a, we always have a good relationship. Not that we agree all the time, but if you agree to, to disagree with respect and consideration of the other person... Can't go wrong. Someone just said today, they said um, they see Jack all the time. They see Jack everywhere. How do you manage to get everywhere? Um, I enjoy meeting people. I, that's, that's one of my, uh, I'm, as you, I don't have to tell anybody, but I'm not Jake Day. I'm not an orator. Um, he could sell uh, yeah. ice, ice cubes to Eskimos. He could make anyone charge he a could. wall. Yeah, he I, could. I would charge and, a hill for that guy. And... Um, I'm not that guy. I have to, and I don't know how to do it any other way. So I'm going to be myself no matter what happens. Now, every morning you hold court over at the bagel place. Are you going to still go do that? I'm still going to do that. Actually, I was there this morning, and I had three people come up with uh, 
issues that, they, that were on their mind. And um, a lot of people, actually a couple of people stood up and went, and I said, sit down, because they were, <laughs> they were playing a joke on me. So <laughs> some of our, my closer friends there. Um, but yeah, I, 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 I'm there mostly every morning. You call it your other office, or it's my only office. Only it office. was my only office. Yeah, yeah. So you're. So if anyone wants to confront you or bring their problems, you're going to be there most times. Yep. Yep. Around seven thirty. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, now, Jake. Also, if you've ever been in the mayor's office, has the big blueprint on on the whiteboard in there. Yes. Uh, so you can see the future, present, and past of of the city. Yeah. Are you going to keep that board? Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> that way, everyone knows what the plan is. Yes. Yeah. I'm an engineer, so my printing is more of engineering graphics. He's sort of a, the way he talks is the way he writes, so that, that'll change. But uh, the look will change, but the, the materials will be the same. Do you want people to reach out to you? Sure, absolutely. Um, uh, the best way to get a hold of me, seriously, is go through Donna Haig. Donna Haig in the, in the and, city and office. Yeah, when you call, you'll get Donna. Right. And... Um, then I will, I will get back to you. He's Jack Heath. He's about to become our new mayor in Salisbury. We are wishing him the best. Big shoes to fill. No doubt he's going to do great. Jack, thanks so much for coming in and, and reassuring us as we go through this leadership transition. Thank you. As always, thank you. It's, it's a pleasure to come here. And thank you. Thank you. I'm Greg Bassett from the Salisbury Independent Newspaper. Another should have 101 right here on PAC-14. First Shore Federal is proud to support PAC-14 and one-on-one. -on -one. We'd encourage every business to support PAC-14 and, and pick a program and support it and let's make a difference.